Oh, well, I tried. You know, people fly in from out of town. I just got the message on YouTube Live. They're outside my house and they can't get in the house because the gangsters are fighting. Just walk right through. Don't be a coward. Holy Ghost. People coming to stay with us and they're asking me, should I bring my gun? Like, what kind of demon-possessed Christians do we have in the USA? Y'all tripping. My God. I've been in the ghetto so long, people have no idea what it's like. It's good. It's better than the suburbs. In the suburbs, it's all pent up inside and they're all fake whitewashed tombs. In the inner city, it's refined and out there in the open and no one's fake. That's why the sons of God always come out of the inner cities. Every single time. In the Bible. Oh yeah, in the Bible. You tell me I can't become a son of God in the suburbs? That's what I'm telling you. You cannot become a son of God. There's no possible way for the refinement. You're utterly clueless. You have it so easy. You know, in the country folk, I mean, God will move you. He will move you so that you can be in the place of the maximum irritation and refinement because everything in your soul has to be refined into pure city of God glory. You tell me you can't do that in the country, in the suburbs? That's exactly what I'm telling you. And I'm right because I've watched it hundreds of thousands of times. You can't be refined unless you live in the city. People that are in the suburbs, they come in and they're full of opinions and every opinion is a different demon because they have no refinement. They got this external gospel. They got their, their safe church. They got their safe little area. They got their little bubble of pride they built and live in that it's a fantasy Disneyland. They live in a mirage. They live in a lie. They live in the matrix. And that's exactly the truth. And I love you, that's why I tell you the truth. If I didn't love you, I'd tell you something so easy, everyone could just drink it. Be like, oh, that's agreeable doctrine. That outer court salvation level, bottom of the mountain, foundational doctrine. So easy to receive. Every Christian in the universe, 100 billion people in the kingdom of heaven can receive that and agree with that. But when I start telling you top of the mountain truth, they weep and gnash their teeth every day. They don't want to hear it. They harden their hearts. I was just meditating on this today. You know, I spent five hours today in the Amplified. Not that I care what you think. I serve the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But I am so encouraged and empowered in the Holy Spirit right now, it's scary. And it's going to get way worse every day. Father was telling me today we're just meditating and having fun together, walking with the Father in the coolness of the day, every day in an ever-increasing anointing from my rich treasury of glory filled with the Godhead, made full, with zero God-outside-minded bewitchment, just walking this earth like the temple of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, also called a normal Christian and anointed one. And just looking back over the years, we've been doing this 10 years, broadcasting in 195 nations. Literally hundreds of millions of views over the years. And I don't care about numbers, I care about quality. And that's the point. The quality. You could reach 7 billion people today, but what's in their heart? Is it anything the Father will want to be around? 
Most people, when you start telling them the truth at a Father God level of the seven thunders of the white throne judgment seat of Christ, they harden their hearts and they run for their lives to cling and retain control of their life and their soul and their ego and their false reality that they live in under Satan's stars that fell from heaven. But there's a few that will actually let their false reality of their own perception of what they think is right, called their opinions and their demons, they'll let them burn and they'll enter the kingdom of heaven like little children that little children know they don't know anything. That's what's so precious about little children. You know, ISIS takes the little children and pro programs them to be murderers of the Jews. You see a Jew, you just kill them. You know? I've been around that. You can program children to believe any old demon. I've been around it. I've seen it all. <laughs> Black racism, white racism, Native American racism, Hispanic racism, every little class, every little clique. I've seen them all trained in racism. I've seen a lot of them not. I've seen a lot of them wonderful, beautiful people that actually love others. You see a lot of that too. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the wild mother fun kids. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. Jesus. It's getting beautiful out here. It is getting so wild. The presence of God is getting so strong. The refiner's fire and the fuller's soap has never been stronger through the manifest sons of God. The kind of purging and the cleansing of the kingdom of heaven that's within us is manifesting upon everyone. And how everyone's reacting to the king's presence called the seven torches. They're determining their eternal fate, especially now in Minneapolis, in the Twin Cities, in Minnesota, but in all the USA. This is an incredible time of refiner's fire and fuller's soap upon every American from sea to shining sea. And it's going to be a shining sea. <laughs> Trust me, this earth is going to glow before he returns. He's coming forth through us in the fullness of His glory before He returns to us. How you deal with the seven torches of His presence that are fully manifesting right now today through the sons of God is determining your eternal position in the kingdom of heaven on earth. You're not going to die and go to heaven. Anyone that dies and goes to heaven during this time has no rewards. During this time we're bringing heaven to earth. The foundation of discipleship is in Matthew chapter 6. When you pray, disciples, pray on earth as it is in heaven. Not die and go to heaven, but bring heaven through earth. And the kingdom of heaven, Luke 17 verse 21, is where? Inside you. And you manifest it around you through your hearts and minds engrafted into the tree of life. His name is Jesus Christ today. Jesus Christ is the tree of life. Amen. The 33-year-old man that walked the earth. Oh, yeah. You know, you got the wise men from the east coming and worshiping baby Jesus in a donkey's manger. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. And he's pooping himself. And he's throwing up. You know, got too much of Mary's milk in his mouth. And he... Bleh. And these men were so wise that in that state, they're worshiping Him. They're worshiping Him. In the Bible, that's what it says. They're worshiping Him. Oh my God. Will you take that lesson from the Bible today? 
and humble yourself? I mean, I'm at a place, I tell you the truth, and I'm not exaggerating. I'd worship him in Mary's womb when he's a one-celled organism. The first second he's conceived of the Holy Spirit. I'd be right there worshiping this 14-year-old's belly. You know, looking like she's pregnant out of wedlock in the ghetto of Nazareth. They'd think I'm the craziest person in the whole world. But I'd be right there. Oh, one-celled organism, Messiah, I worship you. In the 14-year-old's belly. Come on, somebody. How big is your humility? That's where I'm at today. And I know I can grow. That I'm not absolutely perfect in every area of my life. But I'd worship one-celled organism, Jesus, in the 14-year-old's belly today. In the ghetto. In the dirt. That's where I'm at. So pray for me. Because I know a lot of y'all think I'm missing the mark. That he's a little off. <laughs> Can't agree with that ministry. Because he teaches with authority. Like one from experience. And they want to go out there and live in fantasy land. Every day I hear the opinions of people that have no wisdom and no life experience. And they listen to their demon-possessed spouses giving them advice on how to disobey the seven torches of the king's presence. Well, you're just putting yourself where you want to be for eternity. I watch and I'm telling you, that's exactly how it is. And it's not me. It's not my flesh and blood. It's God the Father in me. It's the seven torches of the Lion of Judah, the same Messiah you received into your spirit when you were regenerated out of this present darkness into His glorious light. You got the same deal I did. I just grew up in total hell on earth, surrounded by murder my whole life. And if I didn't cling to the Messiah, I'm dead. I mean, I'm, I'm dead. I face death more times since I've been born again than I did even overdosing on drugs and hard drugs before I was a Christian. Because there's a real devil. He's an angel of light. His name is Abaddon. And most of you obey him because you're religious. Satan is an angel of light, Scripture teaches. And that's what's wrong with you. You obey the devil and not the seven torches. Repent today and obey the seven torches so that you may live and not die. You'll be shocked how many Christians are actually obedient to the angel of light. Are things really that deceiving and deceptive in Babylon the Great? I didn't know this was Babylon the Great. When you got a pyramid on every corner in the USA trying to ensnare your souls under their human control systems called churches. And God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands, Acts 7.48. And then they'll justify it and twist the scriptures to control your human spirit. They're called sorcerers. How many sorcerers are there in the world today? Millions. Tens and tens of millions. Anyone who says they're your master, your, your Lord, and is not the seven torches. See, if I sit up here on the white throne judgment seat of Christ and say, I'm your king and Lord, I'm your high priest, and I'm your apostle, and I'm your judge, I'm not talking about flesh, this meat sack of stardust. I'm talking about God the Father. We don't talk about ourselves. People are so bewitched, they think it's about a man. It's never about any man. Man's righteousness is filthy rags. This is about Christ in us. 
Well, what happens when Christ comes through you? Everyone deals with God the Father face to face as the sons of God manifest the Father's fullness. And how they react to the seven torches puts them in their place. Pride comes before a fall. And typically, they'll manifest pride. But after they fall a few times, this is what's exciting. And we've all fallen in a pit. A righteous man falls down seven times and gets back up again. I mean, my God. If we put how many times this group has fallen together, it would outnumber the stars of the heavens. But we're still here because we just shook it off and kept going. And that's a fact. <laughs> we're forgiven, washed in the blood. We love Jesus, so we keep marching forward, triumphing by the anointing. That's what makes you so rich. That's what makes you so awesome. Life experience. It's called wisdom. Those wise men had gone through hell. They were so wise that when the lying demon Herod's like, I want to worship the baby too. The angel could come and they'd listen to the angel. They were so spiritual that they wouldn't be deceived by politics. Oh, Lord, show me those Christians in the USA. Show me those Christians. Hallelujah. They're here. <laughs> they're being washed in the seven torches and they're learning through what they suffer. He was made perfect through what He suffered. And what's the suffering of the Messiah? It's having everything of darkness bite at the Father's light and the Father's brightness, rising as the morning star in your heart into full spiritual stature and your day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart and you've shined ever brighter to the full dawn of day and you're fully manifesting the Son of God through your head, and your face is glowing like Stephen, the martyr. His face glowed like an angel, the Bible says. Because he was so wise, the Bible says, that no one could outsmart anything Stephen said. It says that in Acts. He had so much wisdom that his face was glowing when he was attacked by the serpents and the reptiles and the beasts and the birds of Satan's religious kingdom that stoned him to death and they laid their cloths down at the feet of a man named Saul. Saul murdered the man with the glowing face. Oh, so what should we do with that kind of murderer? That kind of religious Pharisee? <laughs> it's true. It's all written in the book of Acts. Read the book of Acts. God just sent his son and confronted him on the road to Damascus on his way to kill Christians, to be an accuser, to be an, an opinionated little demon, a little know-it-all, studied under Gamaliel, counting his education as a dung heap, the Bible says. Took him 14 years in Galatians to get all the religious demons out of him. That's what the Bible says. Took him 14 years. For the presence of God to come out of his spirit of what just happened to him. I just encountered God face to face like a fireball, a ball of light in the sky that blotted out the sun. Scales are falling off my eyes. I'm speaking in tongues. And yesterday I murdered a man with a glowing face. It took him 14 years to actually figure out what happened when his mind flipped from hell to heaven in that one encounter. And he got all the demons out. And he was sent right to the apostles in Jerusalem. And they weren't sure that he was an apostle. <laughs> they weren't sure. 
He hadn't proven himself. Oh, you had an encounter, huh? Oh, you, you saw an angel of light? Uh-huh, I heard that one before. An angel of light that comes to deceive. That's what Peter says in the Bible. How do we know it's the real God? We're going to test your fruit, Paul. Saul of Tarsus, I remember you. You killed Stephen. You know, Peter talking smack. Peter probably wanted to beat him up. <laughs> Peter, Peter was a fighter. He's cutting people's ears off in the Bible. You know, he said, I'm not even going to hang out with Gentiles this season. I'm so sick of you people. Paul had to rebuke him to his face. Peter was an aggressive man. Very, very aggressive. A fighter. Did not care what anyone thought. Knew he was in charge. The Lord had told him upon this rock, Cephas, Peter, I'm going to build my church, my kingdom. Hallelujah. And he did. <laughs> it's wonderful. Hallelujah. Forgiven religious people. <laughs> forgiven murderers. Forgiven self-righteous goats. The Father is such an amazing Father. Everyone's going to love His seven torches, especially you precious ones that have been looking for Him on the outside, conference hopping, going around the internet. You know, I mean, we're dealing with some veterans here that have been through a lot. And I know there's some new people that don't know anything, but a lot of you have been through a lot to be here today in order to understand this message in order to be a veteran of Joel's army, the army of God, <laughs> to come to the front lines of Joel's army with understanding, with humility, and with wisdom. Been through a lot. And I'm telling you, God's trained you up to be leadership in this great awakening. Who's the leader in the kingdom of heaven? Anyone that manifests the seven torches Joel's army is described like a locust army. And when a locust swarm comes around, there's a king. If you study locusts, and I have, they have a king. But he's in the swarm. No one knows who the king is. Because they're swarming like a whirlwind of glory. It's true. <laughs> so there's people that are kings. There's some people that are even anointed judges of righteousness, of the white throne judgment seat of Christ on earth today, that are wonderful, loving people with not a single accuser of the brethren, demon in them at all, that will just cleanse you, you know, and just forgive you and wash you and heal you to the uttermost. But I'm telling you, in this Joel's army outbreak of never-ending revival, it's going to be like a locust swarm. <laughs> Who's in charge of this mess? The locust king. Where is he? In the swarm. In the whirlwind. <laughs> in the glory storm that's like holocaustal glory. There's so much glory, and the amount of glory that's coming is all called the seven torches of the line of Judah. And it's not coming from the stars that fell from heaven, because we're not bewitched anymore, you know, serving Satan's angels out there in dead cold space, you know. We're not steeple people. We're kingdom people. And the kingdom of God is within us. Luke 17, 21. And I'm telling you, the fullness of the seven torches is now coming through us. And every single person will be consumed worldwide by the kingdom of the seven torches of the fullness of God's presence. And all flesh shall be devoured into our rich treasury of glory. 
into our spirit life. This is the fulfillment of Daniel chapter 7, where the Bible says, And the holy people shall inherit the kingdom. The kingdom is within, and we've inherited it, and we've manifested it through our hearts and minds, completely surrendered and yielded to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ with a new name written on our foreheads, the name of Jesus Christ. No more self-consciousness, no more self-servience, no more selfishness, no more ego, no more independence, no more religion. Just God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, like seven blazing torches, straight through our brains, out of our rich treasury of glory. And every person's reaction in the world, which is the valley of decision, when they feel that presence, will decide will they want to live in that perfect, full presence of God the Father, the seven torches of the manifest sons of God. And they'll literally come right in and live inside the kingdom that you manifest out of your bellies. But those that say no, they'll distance themselves from the seven torches. They'll distance themselves all the way into the lake of fire. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.